Hey family, God bless you. Hope you're having a great day. Thank you for dropping by. Bishop Robert Stearns here with my dear friend, Dal Mask. How are you, sir? I am blessed and great to be with you. Welcome to Buffalo, New York. We're glad to have you back home. I'm glad to be here. And for those of you who don't know our brother, Dale, um, he has in many incredible gifts. Uh, he's an extraordinary teacher of the word of God, a dynamic author. Uh, he's written several books that are just absolutely on point. Um, but the thing that primarily I think you are known for and that I appreciate, um, you know, the Bible talks very clearly about the prophetic gift um, from cover to cover, by the way, you know, from the very earliest interactions of God with mankind, all the way to the book of Revelation, where it tells us that the spirit of prophecy yes. is the testimony of Jesus. The apostle Paul said, earnestly desire spiritual gifts, especially the gift of prophecy. And what I profoundly appreciate about you and your precious wife, Luana, is that even though the prophetic realm can be confusing and not the easiest to navigate, you have continued to kind of give your heart both to, to grow in that personally and to teach the body of Christ about that. Yes, well, you know, to me, that's what we're called to do. The fact that I'm a prophet is not that I can prophesy, but I can actually have raise up other people mm. to prophesy. So the fivefold is an equipping gift. So sometimes when people move prophetically, they think they have the same level of authority as a prophet. It means they have the gift, but a prophet can discern a word, the timing of the word. Mm -hmm. And what I found is most people don't miss, miss it prophetically but they do not get the interpretation because their maturity of the interpretation is not the same ability to receive. Mm -hmm. So when I go back with people and they say, I missed it, say, well, tell me what God showed you. And it's often not the same as what they said. Now, we could stop there and teach a whole class. <laughs> yes, we could. Because I could not agree with you more. Yeah. I, I was taught years ago that it was, let's see if I, I was thinking about this about yeah. three days ago, that it was revelation. Yes interpretation yes. and application. Application. You know, and so we see something or we hear something in our spirit yeah. and we're getting in our spirit, but we automatically think it must mean this. Yes. And that's where we many times miss it. Our revelation can be accurate, but our interpretation of yes. what, you know, for example, Jeremiah sees an almond tree, yes. right? And, and, and then God begins to speak to him out of the... If I saw an almond tree, I don't know what I, yeah. <laughs> I think I should buy almond milk or something. I don't know what I would think. But so we can be seeing the right thing in a dream or in an inner picture or in an inner sense, but then our flesh can get in the way and skew the interpretation. Well, the reason is, think about it this way. The revelation is a grace. So by I don't need maturity to receive revelation wow. or a word interpretation is now where maturity comes in that and is application powerful. is knowing how to move with the spirit. I mean, you can give a child, yes, you know, whatever, but that doesn't mean they know how to use it. And it doesn't mean just, that's why the Bible says there's no uh, private interpretation. What it means is this, you may receive the revelation, but it does not mean you have the rights to the interpretation. You're the receiver and we bring it out. And I find that people would share what they saw with a, fivefold prophetic, 
we would have less error and more accuracy because they are really receiving from God, but the maturity factor comes in. And just like, you know, if somebody has a gift of prayer, but they don't know the Bible as well, you can tell it in their prayers. Right. If people don't know the word of God, the heart of God, I can tell by the way they interpret their prophetic words because I can tell they're maturing. Mm -hmm. and, and it's the only reason, um, as much as I love you and enjoy your ministry, the only reason that I continue to invite you back to our church, to our conferences, is because you are linked and grounded in a five-fold context. Yes. I've been to your church, which you've pastored. How many years have you been there? 38 we're working on. 38 years in one local church. I know the network that you're a part of, that you're submitted to. I know the people over you in your life. So when I relate to you prophetically, I have the confidence of knowing that you're working these prophetic words out in the midst of community. Now, beloved, our nation has just come through a devastating time where the prophetic, and this is not what we all we talked about. <laughs> we had a whole different topic for this conversation. We'll get there in a moment. But, but we have prophets, so-called, and they may be people who receive, but um, one in particular, I, I won't yet name his name. I may, I may do so soon publicly um, because we have to bring accountability to things. But just horrible behavior in the house of God and, and, and things that needed to be confronted. And so I called him. I called him on the phone. And I said, brother, we have a problem. You know, you, who, who are you submitted to? Uh, who are you processing this with? Because you just went into one of our uh, churches, one of our relationships, et cetera, et cetera. And he came back at me. I'm a prophet of God. I submit to no one but the Holy Spirit. And see, um, that is a problem. And in it, this is where I find the wine is in the cluster. And we don't want to be the crazy grape <laughs> that doesn't need grape. anybody else. Yep. And in it. What I find is... And it's a danger for the people who he relates to, and it's a danger yeah. to him. And also, because of the gift holds weight, if I do not work within, with other people, literally pride can come into the most humble servant, mm -hmm. and now you become something you actually preached against years ago. Yeah. And so we have to remember the number one sin Satan throws at the body of Christ is not lust, it's pride. It's what yeah. removed him from his assignment. That's it. And he knows if we get lifted up, he can cut us down. But if we humble ourselves, God will lift us up. And so uh, I really feel that God is bringing even an apostolic balance. Yes. And in it, this is a problem. When we have soulish desires, it can bend our prophetic gift. Oh, say that one more time. Say if that. we have soulish desires and we confuse them with our prophetic gift, we can start prophesying according to what we desire, not what God showed us. And actually, soulish desires can actually thwart pure interpretation. And this is where Hebrews 4.12, mm -hmm. that the word of the Lord is living and active, and it divides yes. between soul and spirit, between joints and marrow, the thoughts and intents of the heart. And, and that, right? I mean, that's yeah. just the core of it yeah. right there. And so in it, as we as we were getting ready to go into this other subject, God wants to bring us into the new. So in it, normally what we see in the Bible, when God speaks to a man, it's the end of one season, the yes. beginning of another season. 
Every time you see where God talks to somebody, they have to see God differently and see themselves differently. If we don't change and God puts us in a new situation, we'll sponsor old. Say that again. If God puts us in a new situation and we carry old inside, we will sponsor old. We'll take the new back to old. But God wants to put new in us and put us in old situations and make all things Powerful. new. So in it, I have to see God a new way. I have to see myself a new way. I have to speak things new about myself, new about my surroundings. And I want to say this. We are not going to change America by changing presidents. We're going to change America by changing our words. Mm -hmm. And we have, I'm not saying God is not going to deal with presidents. Sure. But what I'm saying is, we're if we will start speaking revival, and this is interesting, and I'll just say this. I feel as even some of the Christians are coming under attack. Uh, Israel, some of the favorite was there, is coming under attack. The church has stood up more than when things, when the wind was blowing the right direction, right. because we know how to resist more than we know how to agree. And so God wants to bring us around to a new day where we start joining our faith and our anointing with other people so the kingdom of God can come from heaven to earth. And I believe this, there's something new that is coming to those that are listening. And I want to speak, new starts inside of you. And I want to go back to the words of Jesus. He said, I make all things new. And we can yes. put that into heaven or we can receive it into earth and make new around us so that his kingdom will come and his will be, will be done on this earth. New is coming over you, and because God is the God of the new, He's not the God of the reading. Just, just pray and release that right now. Whatever you're going through, yes. whatever situation you're facing, you know, the prophetic word comes. I remember Chuck Pierce, he would say all the time, uh, he'd say, uh, the new song breaks the old cycle. Yeah. So when we get a word from heaven, say, what is a word from heaven? Folks, it, it, it can be something you've heard a hundred times, but suddenly you hear it for the first time. Yes. You, you could have, you could, uh, you've had Bible verses. I've read that a hundred times. <laughs> All of a sudden it's yeah. living, it's alive. There's fire on it and it breaks a pattern of fear, a pattern of rebellion, a pattern of confusion, a pattern of, 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 of um, going around the same thing and not breaking through. So we want to speak that over you today, that the new will begin to invade your situation. The new will begin to invade your marriage, your children, your career, your finances, your call, your church. That the new of God, the now word of God. We were walking down. We left the office 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago. And you said, now. And as soon as you said it, I thought, that is what I like about Brother Dale. And it was really the Lord. Yeah. It was a now. God is a right now God. Yes. God is a right now God with a right now faith and a right now word. Let's release that over the folks yes. that are here right now. So I want to declare this right now. You're going into miraculous forgiveness, miraculous love to receive a miraculous miracle ministry and a miracle anointing. Give God something you've never given before. And I say this, the spirit of love is bringing in the spirit of miracles by which your faith works. And some of you, are, I just saw people turning a doorknob and God said, if you'll put your hand on the doorknob and you start to turn it, I will open up a gate of opportunity. A small thing will become great because we serve a great God. And don't you leave this earth without doing something great enough to bring him great praise, glory, and Hallelujah. honor. We were made for this day Hallelujah. in Jesus' name. And I speak new is your portion. 
receive it, walk in it, and expect even more from heaven. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Where do they find you to connect with you on social and what's your... Well, I'm on Facebook. Facebook. And if they would go on the web, dalemass.org, they can look at the product. Uh, the books are on Amazon as well as about 30 other outlets. Dalemass.org. Uh, and uh, I'm telling you uh, so many wonderful things, but his series on the life of David is the best I've ever encountered. It'll bless your life. We bless you today. We love you today. Keep praying for the peace of Jerusalem.